Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? The podcast where I make it whenever I feel like making it because schedules are for nerds. Um, speaking of schedules, um, I at this time it's Friday, August 17th, the day I am recording this, and Next week, six days from now, I'm starting a new job, which will take a shit ton of my time. So I'll probably be recording um, podcast episodes on the weekends because, yeah, I probably won't have a shit ton of time to, um, you know, record a podcast at work because I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be working. I'm going to be, you know, you know, exhausted. Um, but I am worried. Like this is like an office job, like a real life office job. So um, I'm gonna be like probably sitting a lot of the time, or I'm gonna be in a car, or I'm gonna be on a public transportation, um, possibly on a boat, because I might have to go to San Francisco. And where I live, there's a ferry that goes from my city straight to San Francisco. So. I might have fun doing that, riding on the boat every once in a while, but it's going to take a lot of my time, so I don't know how often or infrequent the podcast will be, but it's coming. The podcast is coming. The podcast is here to stay because I actually put $50 into this podcast. Um, So, and I guess another update on the podcast, um, the episodes seem to be going up on other um, platforms. But I checked on my Apple podcast, my iTunes, and I don't know if it's because I uploaded it that I, yeah, I, mean, I, fuck, I can't speak. I don't know if it's because I uploaded it that I can't view it, but I'm having a hard time listening to my own shit on my actual iPhone. Um, so I'm looking into fixing that or seeing if I've done anything wrong because everywhere else my podcast seems to be going fine and danding and swimmingly. So if you're listening to it on anything other than um, Apple Podcasts, then um, you should be fine. And if you are listening to it on Apple Podcasts, um, please rate the Apple Podcasts like five stars or whatever. Rate and review because even if it sucks, like just do it because people um, rely on those reviews to like get more new podcasts and all that shit. So um we're going to go and rate five stars if we're listening to it. Thank you. Love you. Um, appreciate it. Um, anyway, I have my water with me to keep my voice sounding silky smooth and wet and buttery. And I'm going to take a sip right now. But I wanted to talk about tweets and Twitter comedians for a little bit. Because I feel like there's a brand of Twitter comedian that I don't fully understand um, and that's the what I like to call the cum comedians, the C-U-M comedians. These are people usually they're, you know, male um, leftist um, comedy and quote unquote comedy Twitter accounts that post quote unquote funny tweets. But the reason why I call them cum comedians is because they tweet about cum semen all the time as a joke. And I get that cum can be funny. It can be funny in certain instances, but cum is like sugar. You should use it sparingly in comedy. Because if you overuse your cum, then it's not going to land well. It's not going to be funny. 
Um, and I follow a couple of these accounts because every once in a while they have a banger tweet. They have a fucking fire tweet that's actually funny that I actually want to like, like and retweet and favorite. But most of the time they're tweeting about either Bernie Sanders or come or coming on Bernie Sanders. So I just wanted to go through and um, read a couple of these tweets um, that I'm not going to name the person. But I'm sure actually they would probably be okay with me like making fun of them or like criticizing them because that's what cum comedians like. They like to criticize about cum. So I'm going to read a couple of these and these are all like recent or they're the most recent. So now there's one that says, how are there seven different notebook emojis, but not a single cum emoji? Like to me, that's just not funny because... In order for it to be, like, funny, it has to be rooted in some type of reality, right? Like, for an emoji, I mean, to be fair, they made a middle finger emoji, and I'm not... I was of the mindset that they would never make a middle finger emoji because it's, you know, too offensive to people. But they did that. So, I mean, in theory, there could be, but come on. A cum emoji? It's not funny. It's not funny to me. And I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of comedy and comedians, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Next tweet. Tommy ran out of cum, and now Buffalo Wild Wings is shutting down. That just doesn't make any sense. You just wanted to, you wanted to say cum another time. Like, I don't, I know cum is like taboo and it can be funny, but you just wanted to say cum. That's all you wanted to do. You wanted to say come and you you succeeded in saying come but it's it's not funny to me i don't i don't i don't understand next tweet it's not a party until someone comes in the potato salad this one i can get behind that one is at least it's kind of funny but it's not really that funny and also when you're on twitter if you're a comedian your goal is to get retweets. If you want to be like famous on Twitter, your goal is to get retweets and likes and favorites. Um, when you constantly tweet about cum, people aren't going to want cum all over their Twitter. They're not. They're not going to want cum on their timeline. They're not going to want that word on their timeline because either they have a job or maybe someone checks up on their Twitter or anything. So they just they don't want to see cum on their on their Twitter. They don't want it. So if your goal is to get retweets, I feel like you're you're going in the wrong direction there. And I'm a sip of water again. Now, next tweet. A balanced breakfast is dirt, cum, shit, and vomit. That's just gross. It's not funny. It's not it's not funny. Um the next one. First name cum, last name tweet. Saying that I tweet about cum all the time, even though it's not funny. It's not funny. I don't get it. It's it's not funny. First name cum, last name tweet. It's a play on, you know, when Drake said, first name ever, last name greatest. But no one wants cum on their Twitter. They just don't. If, if you wanted to cum on your Twitter, you would put your own cum on the Twitter. You would tweet out your own cum. 
cum tweets. But you don't. People don't want cum on your Twitter. Unless you're like Pornhub. But even then, they don't post about cum all the time. Pornhub barely even ever posts a, a boob on their Twitter. I know because we follow each other. I follow Pornhub and they follow me. And they barely ever even post a boob. Like, occasionally they'll post a boob. But they rarely ever tweet about their own cum. Because no one wants that shit. It's gross. It's disgusting. And most of all, not funny. The next one. The four cornerstones of Twitter are. One, cum. Two, dirt. Three, shit. Four, vomit. In that order. Absolutely not true. I've been enough on Twitter long enough to know that that's not true. Not funny at all. The next one says... The first cum tweet was originally composed for Beethoven, but he said it was too emotional and passed it on to onto professional boob sucker. And then they put the at name. I'm not going to put the at name on blast. That's just, it's a play on a, a meme format, but a meme format that's outdated and a meme format that's not funny because you're just talking about cum all the time. It's gross. Next one, lo-fi hip-hop beats to come to. First of all, lo-fi hip-hop is garbage. I don't it's it's basically background music, elevator music, and come you don't come to lo-fi hip-hop. You just don't. Lo-fi hip-hop is not what you're you're coming to. You're studying and relaxing and chilling to lo-fi hip-hop. You're not you're not coming to that shit. But I don't know, to each his own, I guess maybe, but I don't get it. Now, next one, the locals who that follow me when I make cum tweets, and then there's a picture of Peter Griffin and it says Juju on that beat. It makes no sense. It like humor has to make sense. And when you when you do these nonsensical things, it it's not funny. It's just like, oh, ho hum, a fucking cum tweet. Oh, look at that, more cum tweets from the same person. Fucking shut up. Now this one I think is it has it has merit. It says in my tummy pasta, in my garage electric scooter, in my mouth my own cum, in my thoughts her. That one's gross, but I get it. I get where that could be funny. It's a it's a meme, but I get where how that can be funny. It's not too funny, but it it's kind of funny. Um, using my own cum to draw sacred geometry. No. That's just no. Next one, I'm majoring in cum and minoring in accounting. Which is, I guess, relatable if you're in college, but not really. It's not really relatable if you're in college. It's relatable to no one. It's, It's just a lazy attempt at humor. And it's so lazy. And this person is going, like, literally, it's like almost every other day that they're making these cum tweets and it's like, no, it's it's not funny. And then he says, imagine being so lame that you mute the word come on Twitter. What else is there to log in worth logging in for? No, it's worth logging in for talking shit about Donald Trump. That's what it is. But anyway, that's just one um, fr- section of Twitter comedians. I'm not saying all Twitter comedians are bad or that they all tweet about come, but when you tweet about cum so much, it's like, I can only take so much cum before I'm just sick of it and I don't want it anymore. And you can't feed me a constant diet of cum 
and expect me to laugh after the 85th come tweet. You just can't. You can't. It's not funny. Uh, uh, oh my god. Oh my goodness, I just choked a little bit on water. Um, but I'm still alive, but that was a tragic, almost um, tragic accident. But we're okay. I also want to talk about TED Talk tweets. What I say, welcome to my TED Talk, or thanks for tuning into my TED Talk. And they'll say shit like, oh, pizza is better than brownies. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. No, that's not funny either. That's unoriginal. It's not funny. It's just, it's stupid. I don't like that shit. I'm actually going to search um, TED Talk and see what comes up. We're searching TED Talk on Twitter. And then it says, so, all right, let's see. Guys always say no to cheating. Just please don't go there. And then it said, there's a bunch of stuff in um, what looks like Tagalog. And then it says, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. That's not what I'm looking for. All right, this one. 44 minutes ago. Fifth Harmony by Fifth Harmony is a pop masterpiece and deserved a Grammy Grammy nomination for Best Pop Vocal Album. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. No, that's not funny. It would have been funny without the thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Because an album that obviously wasn't Grammy worthy, and I'm not shitting on Fifth Harmony or the band that used to be Fifth Harmony. I'm just saying that it would be funnier without the TED Talk because the TED Talk is just tacked on. And it's not, there's no thought put into it. Like, you could have said Fifth Harmony by Fifth Harmony is a pop masterpiece that deserved a Grammy nomination for Best Vocal Album. And you could have just left it at that. And it probably would have had the same success, I'm being honest. Um, this one, this is my Twitter, not yours. Therefore, I can and will post what I want. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Real riveting TED Talk tweet right there. Saying something that is common fucking sense, that it's my Twitter and I can post what I want. Oh, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. This time on my TED Talk, thanks for tuning in. We're talking about common fucking sense that if you own a Twitter account, you can post what you want to your Twitter account. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. My name is Jack Dorsey, CEO and founder of Twitter. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, I that just that bothered me. Now, next one, let's see. If you are able to afford an album and I got nothing but June cards, I don't know what June cards are. Do you know how happy I would and thankful I would be? I would cherish the fuck out of that. I don't care if he's your bias or not. Respect him or leave. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. And this one has like 100 retweets and 559 followers. So I guess this one resonated with people that um, I wanted June cards Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Today, I'll talk about how I want fucking trading cards. Um, thanks for coming to my TED car- Talk. I love June cards, which I can only assume are comparable to Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic the Gathering cards. Um, let's see. What's another one? Ice cold milk smacks, meaning it tastes good. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. It's fucking milk. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Today I'm going to be talking about milk. Did you know milk tastes good when it's cold? Well, if you didn't, now you know. Thanks for tuning in to my fucking TED Talk. 
It's just it's just lazy comedy. I don't like it. I feel like it's bad. It's not funny or inspired or anything. It's just tacked on lazy comedy that sometimes might get a few retweets, but it's not funny. And I really just want more people to be funny. And if more people were funny or could see the humor in maybe different things, I would be so much happier with life in general. But anyway, going off on that, I guess, is because I was I came to a realization that I didn't want to label my podcast as comedy. And if you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Altapope, that's A-L-T-A-P-O-P-E, you'll see that most of my videos are labeled as people and blogs. Or most of my videos are labeled like, maybe it's gaming, maybe it's music, maybe it's something like that. But usually I go people and blogs, even though I think that I can be funny and I do make jokes. Um, usually I label it as that instead of comedy because I don't want people to come to my shit expecting comedy and then be like, where are the jokes? Or they'll be like, oh, this isn't a joke. Why are you saying that? Or anything like that. And I've just, I'm self-conscious of my own comedic abilities. And it, I feel like people who aren't self-conscious of their comedic abilities just aren't funny. I feel like people who think that they're funny or think that their their cum tweets or their TED Talk tweets are actually funny, like maybe haven't had that that confidence issue when it comes to their own comedy. Maybe that's just me, but I just I don't think it's that funny. And I know that people think that I'm funny because people have told me that I'm funny and people have told me that I am should be like a stand-up comedian. And I was like, what the fuck? I need to be a stand-up comedian? And I was like, I don't even know how to fucking do that. But people are asking for it. Um, when I say people, I mean like maybe 10 people tops. But I feel like if I go as like people in blogs and then the comedy comes naturally, then that would be easier for me to get on my YouTube shit. And I have a hundred subscribers on YouTube and I'm looking at my stats and I have 83 video views on my latest video that I posted last night. So, I mean, it is looking up for me. I've been getting more views, which is um, nice and all that. But I just felt like if I label myself as comedy, I'd be putting myself in too much of a box. And if you put yourself as people in blogs, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. And that is much more liberating than labeling myself as a comedian and i have to burp because i drank too much water <clears throat> but also i wanted to talk about views because um my youtube game has been improving like for someone with who started out with no audience and started out with zero views and now i have a hundred subscribers and my view my videos for a while were getting consistently like 30 to 50 views and that was more than I had ever had on a consistent basis. Like I've had videos get over a thousand views and one video that got taken down by the YouTube overlords got a hundred thousand views, but then the rest of my videos weren't doing great because I had no audience. So I've been like kind of been on a daily grind putting out YouTube videos and they're fi it's finally paying off a little bit and I'm starting to get more views. But then 
all of a sudden my views like dropped and I was like, what the fuck? And I realized that's why people are a slave to the views. Once you get a certain amount of views, you want more. If you get less, it's like a hit to your fucking ego. And if you get less, it's like, fuck, do I need to change anything? What's wrong? Why didn't people see my video? Why aren't people liking my video? I got five likes on this video and on this other video, I only got one. So what's the issue? And it's it's really like kind of a confidence um, detractor. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's like a, a hit to your ego for sure. And I'm going to drink some water now. But then I had to put it in perspective. So imagine the views are real people. Because if it is, if you think about it, it is real people. It's not robots watching your shit. It's not bots watching your shit. It's real people. So my video has 83 views. I'm looking at it right now. 83 people is a fuck ton of people if you think about it. Like 83 people is like presenting to like a conference of people. Like that's a lot of people. So that's actually pretty good. And people will say, I have a million subscribers. Why am I only getting 70,000 views? But 70,000 people is a fuck ton of people. Think about it. If you were a musician, say you're like um, Bruno Mars, right? Bruno Mars would, I don't think he plays for 70,000 people on a regular basis. Like I go to baseball games sometimes and that will hold like 40,000 people at max. So 70,000 people is a fuck ton of people. So getting 70,000 views is nothing to laugh at. Even if you are used to getting like more views, I get it. But you're you're getting a shit ton of views. And I think that's where like the disconnect is, is that you're not seeing that you have a shit ton of people watching you because you're loose to having more people watching you. And then when you get down and it's like, I had a million views on this video and only 500,000 on this, you get fucked up. And I think that's kind of the disconnect of what's happening with people now. And I mean that like, even if you're not like famous or anything, like if you're on Instagram and it's like, oh, I only got 20 likes on my picture. Like it's the same shit. Like people are so obsessed with the views and myself included that you're not seeing like what that actually means in real life, how many views that you got. And I'm I'm saying that, and I know I'm going to be disappointed when my a next video underperforms to what I'm used to, but it is what it is. But anyway, I wanted to um, switch out of, um, switch gears a little bit. Um, but I wanted to talk about kind of people in general, because I was watching the new movie Black Klansman directed by Spike Lee. And I posted a video about that on my YouTube channel, which I may put in the show description. But I was thinking about, because Black Klansmen is about, like, the KKK and um, people like that. Um, And I was thinking, what makes me different from a hateful person? Aside from my, um, my ethnicity. Like, I'm black, which means the KKK is not for me. And I know this. But I was thinking, what makes me different from someone who is like intolerant of religion or of other people? 
And I think it really has to do kind of with your mindset. And this is probably like raising people, like how your parents raise you or how your guardians raise you. But I remember thinking when I was like six, seven or eight and going to, you know, church and thinking there are people of different religions. Not everyone is goes to a Baptist church, but people all want to go to heaven. And I realized this from a very young age. Maybe I'm just smarter than the average person. But I think that I um, I figured this out partly because of my upbringing, upbringing and partly because of how I naturally am. But I thought that, you know, everyone wants to get to heaven. And there are multiple religions. And people are all praying to, you know, God or whatever God they worship. And I was thinking, like, there has to be sections of heaven this is how i was thinking as a child like less than 10 years old there has to be sections of heaven like there's a section for the baptists like me there's a section for the muslims there's a section for the jews there's a section for hindus there's even a section for atheists this is how i thought as a young a young man i thought that um You know, there has to be sections because all these people want to go to heaven. They can't all go to hell. Hell will fill up. Only the bad people go to hell. And I know people of different religions that are good people. So there's no way that they can go to hell. That's how I would always think of it. And I think that that's different than someone who goes to church and it thinks that I'm right and everyone else is wrong. And then they'll think that everyone else is going to hell, but only my Christian group is going to heaven. And I think when you think like that, you become an intolerant and hateful person. And I felt like, oh, this is what makes me different from other people. Because when other people are thinking, oh, I go to church every Sunday and I'm going to go to heaven, they think, oh, but no one else is going to heaven. Whereas I thought, I'm going to go to heaven and so is so are all my friends that are different than me. I think that's kind of the the difference there. And I also grew up in a diverse area. I grew up in the Bay Area pre most of the gentrification. So I grew up in a diverse area and I had diverse friends. And I just always like kind of thought that way and had that mindset that everybody eats kind of mindset. Like if I'm a good person, you're a good person. We're all going to eat. We're all going to go to heaven. Even if you're Muslim, you're Hindu, you're Jewish, and I'm a Christian, and you're an atheist. I always thought that that's how it was going to go. But, um, yeah, anyway, I wanted to pivot for the last topic. And before I get into this, I know on my first podcast, if you listen to my first podcast, um... I said that 30-minute podcast on a minimum, and I think I'm going to keep it to 30 to 40 minutes just because um, I don't have any other guests on the show as of now, so it's hard to keep talking for an hour just by yourself. Um, so we'll be 30 to 40 minutes, I think is the average, unless I really eat my beans and I really get carried away and start... Um, start going for like an hour but i don't think that'll happen um but 30 to 40 minutes is okay it's like a hand job it's not a blow job but we'll we'll get the 30 minutes as long as i get the 30 minutes i'll be okay but anyway i wanted to talk about the artist formerly known as tyrod taylor so if you don't watch football 
The artist, formerly known as Tyrod Taylor, has played quarterback for the Ravens, for the Buffalo Bills, and now the Cleveland Browns. And I was listening to Katie Nolan's podcast, Sports with Katie Nolan, and now there's a Twitter moment saying, the artist formerly known as Tyrod Taylor sets the record straight on the pronunciation of his name. For years, he's been too nice to correct people who call him Tyrod, even his dad. So he's saying even his dad pronounces his name wrong, which is wild to me. But anyway, so if you go, I'm looking at a Twitter moment from Aditi Kinka Bawala. She says, this is how good of a teammate LT Joel, Joel Bitonio or Joel Bitonio is. He told me that Tyrod Taylor's name is actually pronounced Tyrod, not Tyrod. And while that while Ty- Taylor may be too nice to correct pe- people, he feels that it's important to get it right. From here on out, I will. That's from Edi- Aditi Kinkabawala. Or Kinkabwala. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, but anyway. Yeah, Browns QB, Brogan Roback 11 tells 923 the fan, Tarod Taylor told the QB room that his name was pronounced Tarod when he was at Virginia Tech. Lee Corso went with Tyrod in production meeting, so we just went with it going forward. So, and then Mina Kimes, who works for ESPN, says, Tyrod's agent told me that his name was Tyrod. His pops told me that it was Tyrod. I don't know what to believe. And then someone says, Ty is fine if you call him either. I asked him yesterday how he introduced myself himself on NBC Sunday Night Football. And he said Tyrod. So there you have it. And then, so anyway, I relate to this because my name is Tanzel. And I deal with people mispronouncing my shit all the time. But my name is Tanzel. It's not Tinsel. It's not Denzel. It's not Tanzel. It's not Tenzel. It's Tanzel. And I've been the same way. And I'm starting to feel like maybe I need to be like Tarod and be nice. Or maybe I should be a little bit meaner and say, no, fuck you. It's Tanzel. It's not Tinsel. Say it fucking right. Don't mispronounce my shit. But I just want to share that, that it is Tarod, not Tyrod. Um, and that I relate to this. And I feel, I hope that Tarod has a great season with the Browns. I hope the Browns make the playoffs now because I'm rooting for Tarod and that's all it is. Now, speaking of that, I want to do a mock ad because I've been doing mock ads. So I'm going to do a mock ad for the NFL. So give me a few seconds to prepare myself. And here we go. This episode is possibly brought to you by the NFL. That's right. The National Football League could one day sponsor me. If you like sports, if you like violence, if you like traumatic injuries the nfl is for you yes we have bad people in our league yes we have people who have done you know terrible crimes but most people haven't you have to trust us on that most people haven't and yes people kneel for the flag and i know that people say that we're not cool with it but if you're cool with it please watch our stuff still if you're not cool with it please watch our game still because we are slaves to the money that's the nfl Preseason is going on right now. Regular season starts in a few weeks. That's the NFL. You can visit us on NFL Network or NFL.com. All right, that was my NFL mock ad. Um, Thank you for listening or watching if you watch this on YouTube. By the way, if you're listening on YouTube, 
you're not getting the videos as soon or the podcast as soon as it comes out because I want to delay my podcast so that there's a good amount of videos in between the podcast. So you're getting the, the, the podcast late if you're only a YouTube viewer, but that's okay with me. If you watch it on YouTube, thank you. I appreciate it. If you're listening on any other platform, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, love you. Good. Bye. Thank you.